0: You're listening to Sharing Connections, a podcast from the Center for Conscious Caregiving, and I'm your host, Rich Carney. Sharing Connections introduces you to holistic teachers and practitioners, where we discuss various topics and techniques to help build resiliency. Each week, get to know our guests who are empowering caregivers and transforming caregiving. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This week, I'm joined by Kylie Resnick, Sorrows Art Instructor. Thank you so much for joining me, Kylie.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So can you tell me a little bit about your background and what got you into Sorrows Art?
1: Yes. Um, Well, first of all, let me be completely honest. (laughs) Um, I don't have a degree in psychology or therapy or any other degree. Um, I am just like everybody else grieving. Um, I know grief a little too well. Um, three years ago, I lost my father. Uh, trying to cope in a healthy way wasn't really working until trying my hand at poetry. Um, starting off with really sad poems about my dad, Um, and then I started noticing that, you know, one day they were getting a little nicer, (laughs) a little lighter. (laughs) Um, they became very religious as my father was very religious. Um, and then I started writing poems about other things like my mother Uh, who was having a very hard time dealing with his death. Um, I'm very close with her, and if mom's sad, I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I started writing poems for her um, and for my husband, just things that I couldn't really express with words. Mm -hmm. Um, I could write it down, and he got it. you know, and, um, you know, I, I was just, I was so depressed for such a long time and angry, and I just didn't know what to do, where to turn, um, beginning at the age of eight, my best friend passed away, followed closely by my grandmother, two great aunts, and... A great uncle uh, all within a two-year period Um, in total I have spent about 22 years grieving Mm. Um, searching for a way to cope I have learned over the last two years um, that grief poetry uh, has been helping me deal with my grief And I just wanted to be able to share that type of stuff with others that are grieving.
0: That's really wonderful. Now, how did you... um, Was it intuitive for you to start writing poetry? Um, Did someone uh, suggest it to you? Or was it just... I've have, I have been grieving for so long. I just need to do something.
1: <laughs> um, well, when my friend and grandmother and everybody passed away when I was a kid, I tried my hand at the poetry and uh, I'm like, eh, no, that's not working. <laughs> and uh, then I would move on to a song and... No, that's not working either.
0: Not a Billboard 100. (laughs) No,
1: not at all. Um, But I would, you know, put them on my wall. And if I thought of something that I thought could go into it, you know, I'd uh, tape another piece of paper up underneath of it. (laughs) Um, But they were terrible. (laughs) They stayed up on my wall from the time I was eight until about, I don't know, 14, 15. Um, and, and then when my father passed, um, it was probably a good maybe six months to a year. And I just, I couldn't take much more. And I just started writing and writing and writing and writing. And when I looked down and you know was reading what I was writing um everything rhymed (laughs) (laughs) and I could just kind of hear my father laughing and saying you're a poet and you didn't know it (laughs) so um that's kind of where it kicked off for me Mm. um I I knew that what I was writing was rather dark but um I mean, I was his primary caregiver towards the end, and the way that I felt was very dark Mm. at that time. So, naturally, my poetry came out that way. Mm. Um, But as it progressed, um, it just became a whole different thing. Mm. And, uh, yeah... the poetry was all me (laughs) but but some of the other projects um were definitely suggested to me Mm -hmm. um i had gone to a hypnotherapist um and i was meditating one day and i was imagining the most beautiful place that I could possibly be. And um, I love elephants. I love waterfalls. You know. And I've always said that I wanted to see the elephants in their natural habitat in mm. Africa. And that's kind of what I saw. Mm. And there was like a flower field. And I could see my father in the flower field. Oh. Taking pictures of the elephants for me. So... Uh, that that's what I drew Mm. and when I went and showed the hypnotherapist um she was so taken back by how well it was done um and how much thought and heart was put into it that she had me sign it and she she framed it and it's still up in her office to this day wow And um, so wonderful. Yeah. And there was another project that she had me do, um, which I had kind of tried before. Um, She had me draw a self-portrait. I had actually taken a a picture that my father loved of me and kind of tried to draw that. Um, but she wanted me to put my spin on it, on how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, and naturally because I was, you know, very upset. I mean, Mm -hmm. my, my hair suddenly in the picture became black with red highlights and, uh, uh, in, in the picture that I was drawing from, um, I'm laying down and my hair is all fanned out and I have a big rose next to my face. And, uh, I mean, at the time that the picture was taken, I had strawberry blonde hair and this was a big red rose, Yeah, you know, and, uh, I always color roses yellow, Mm -hmm. but in this self portrait, I mean, I had the black and the red hair and my clothes were all crazy and, this rose was all, you know, wilted and black and, you know, just dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it kind of made me take a step back mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I took a look at it. Um, and then, you know, after a few sessions with her, uh, she suggested that I do it again and see how it comes out and that's another one that she had framed and put in her office because um it was almost identical to the actual picture oh wow and and that picture was like one of my father's favorites and yeah it, it was almost like i could hear him you know just you know oh, this one is great, oh, that one's awful, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just, uh, it, yeah, definitely the hypnotherapist helped, uh, also my therapist,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: definitely want to point out.
0: Yeah, yeah, doing this, doing this is great to do in conjunction with seeing a therapist, so if you, uh, there's therapy is definitely like a fit and sometimes therapists um you don't fit with a the therapist that doesn't mean you stop you go try different ones and yes um this can work in uh, as complementary to
1: absolutely a therapist absolutely um I'm seeing a different therapist than the one that gave me this project but Um, she had given me a project to write a book about my father. Uh, she thought that it was only going to take about a week and it took about eight weeks for me to complete. And, uh, it, like I went out and bought like this three ring binder and, uh, you know, just chapter separators. I mean, like (laughs) I have probably about 10 different chapters about my father <laughs> and it, it, it's just um i i have been told you know reading some of it to my friends that it's almost like a comedy bit because <laughs> my father had the personality of like a 12 year old mm-hmm. so he 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 was a very hilarious man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just... I I know that those projects definitely helped me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Know. So, and with grief, there's... you. I know you have taken uh, the grief recovery method with Kyle Stralick here. And yes. I have taken the grief recovery method here as well. And... We kind of learned in there how it's grief isn't just from a death.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it can be losses of many different types.
1: Yes. Uh, you can grieve a job, even if you hated that job. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you could be grieving the fact that, you know, you're not providing for your family. Mm-hmm that you don't have something to do during the day, you know, and you might just think, oh, I'm depressed now because mm-hmm. I don't have a job. No, you're grieving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, you can be grieving, you know, the loss of a pet. Mm-hmm. You could be grieving um, if, you, if you move, mm-hmm. you miss your old house and neighborhood yeah. friends, you could be grieving that. You know, yeah. uh, you, health was, a, yes, health, um, another big one. you, you become ill with, you know, any kind of, uh, chronic illness mm-hmm. or anything you grieve that you miss your health mm-hmm. you miss, you miss being in, in life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. Doing things with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for myself on a personal level, I have a chronic illness, a pain condition that I really cannot leave the house very often. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I stand for more than 20 minutes, I'm I'm passing out. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't lift anything over 10 pounds. You know... But once I realized that I was grieving, you know, missing my friends, Mm -hmm. you know, not being able to, you know, go to a boardwalk or Six Flags or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever with my family and my friends, you know, then the healing began.
0: Yeah, because when you're grieving, you're kind of in this... You can kind of have blinders on. Tunnel vision. Yeah. And yeah. then when you have a way to channel that, like with your sorrows art, you can kind of gain perspective and it'll allow you to take that step back and yes. really look at, okay, what am I feeling? Yes. And whatever it is you're feeling is okay, number one. That oh, it's, absolutely. That's <laughs> yes. one of the things that I like to... It's okay to feel sad. It's yes. okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel those feelings. Yes. And I, for me, I'm a, I'm a very big proponent of go there, go dig deep, feel mm-hmm. feel like crap, yeah. go to those dark places, <laughs> yep. so that and that's just my personal journey. Other people aren't there; they have other ways. But for me, that's right. what I need to go there and really dig into that, and with this art, you can really, because it's hard to sometimes articulate what you're feeling through words. Yes. Uh, spoken words. Yes. Um, but with art and poetry, you can write it down. Um,
1: exactly. That, that's the way that I am. I mean, I, I have um, a learning disability, a neurological problem. So when I go to try and say something, I mean, as you hear, I might stop for a few seconds and, uh, 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 (laughs) but it's, you know, my learning disability. And I mean, if I am feeling something and I write it down, you know, then, you know, people know this is what she's really feeling, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. So can you tell me about a little bit about the Sorrows Art process and what exactly that is? Um, because I know it's an eight-week um, eight class. Yes. What uh, kind of do you do for that?
1: Okay, well, in Sorrows Art, um, the very first class you get, you get a project. I am giving you eight weeks to do a book on whomever or whatever it is that you are there grieving over. Uh, And you don't have to present it to the group until very last meeting. Of course, by all means, if you ever need help with any of your projects, I'm always available. Mm -hmm. Um, There's going to be the beginning of the meetings. um, You know, we're going to have time to kind of share our prior projects. Um, We're going to be able to kind of share our emotions um, if somebody is going through a really really hard time um, you know we're gonna give them the chance to you know talk about it and and see you know what we can do for them mm-hmm. um, of course, like I said in the beginning, I don't have a degree in anything, but, I mean, I know. You have art. the experience. Yes, mm-hmm. I have the experience. Yeah. And I mean, it it's, it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, crying is healing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, you're you're going to be doing a project each week. Um, and it's going to be a different project. One week poetry. One week, uh, write a short story. Um, one week write a song. Um, I, I don't know. Um, we have, we have the book, uh, Another one that was actually suggested to me, which I think is a great idea, is to have them, um, create a mask and, you know, create it however they are feeling inside, color it however they're feeling inside, and when they go to present it, uh, you know, just kind of go over why it looks like that, mm-hmm. and then they're going to rip it up, and put it in a shoebox, and it's gone, out mm-hmm. of the way. And if they ever feel like, you know, I I, how was I feeling back then? Take out the shoebox, look at the ripped pieces. You were feeling terrible you were able to rip it up and move on yeah you know and i thought that was a great a great idea Mm -hmm. you know and very inspiring (laughs) um i might have them draw a picture of uh the most beautiful place that they can think of, mm-hmm. just like I did. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: now, do you have to have any artistic ability or absolutely songwriting? Not. Okay, absolutely not. Because as you not. Like <laughs> songwriting, I am not Taylor Swift or <laughs> um, any of these amazing songwriters. Absolutely so. <laughs>
1: not. I mean, you might be sitting there saying... There is no way I'm going into Sorrow's art because I don't have an artistic bone in my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody has an artistic bone in their mm-hmm. body. It's just bringing that out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, the, and the main piece of this isn't to get in MoMA. Have your piece displayed in MoMA right. or in an art museum right. or on the radio. It's for...
1: It's for, for you. you. Yeah. It's absolutely for you.
0: That's really beautiful. Thank you. Um, so what can our listeners kind of do now? What tip do you have for them to kind of get started with this?
1: Um, well, I I actually have a couple of online students already, mm-hmm. um, and I always have them start with the book Mm -hmm. because that was what started everything for me that's what really took me out of my funk um I mean before I started it like I was in black clothes every single day I mean I was I don't know I was like frying like every single second and Mm -hmm. Like, no makeup, and uh, hair wasn't done. And and then by the end of the eight weeks, um, I mean, very smiley, giddy person. I mean, um, the people that know me, you know, I'm, I'm very friendly. You mm-hmm. know, I'm always trying to make people smile. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I, I would definitely start with the book, mm-hmm. and I would say try and work on it and put your all into it when you can be alone, mm-hmm. because if you have children running around or your husband talking your ear off or, you know, whatever, um, you're going to get sidetracked, mm-hmm. and you're not going to put your whole heart and soul into this book. Mm-hmm. And you might, you might think of memories that are absolutely wonderful and, you know, just make your day. Mm -hmm. And then there are definitely going to be times that you're going to have negative memories. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You're just going to sit there and cry. Yeah. So, and like I said, crying is healing. So go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. And so my last piece of advice I guess would say is have a box of tissues with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Pen to paper, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So where can people find, get in touch with you to find a little bit more about um, Sorrow's art? and um about the upcoming class that you have
1: um so to reach me to sign up for sorrow's art um you can email me at f dance queen all one word h the number eight at aol.com uh like I said, it's an eight-week course, begins March 24th, uh, 7 8 p.m., ending May 12th. It will be at the Center of Conscious Caregiving at 1613 Route 88 West, Brick, New Jersey, 08724. And it's right across the street from Brick Hospital. Um we will be meeting in
0: a line room. In,
1: yeah, in the align room mm-hmm. uh which used to be known as the green room. Um and for the first class really all that you need is a notebook and a pen. You know, and, uh, I mean, tissues will be provided. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and the cost for the class?
1: It, it's free. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And just over the eight weeks, we'll be focusing on uh, nine different artistic tools that will... Mm. I'm not saying that it's going to cure your grief, mm. but it's going to help... You heal yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. In process. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. We're excited. Thank you so much for joining me, Kylie. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Sharing Connections. Join us next week for a new exclusive interview. You can find this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Visit our website, www.thecenterforconsciouscaregiving.org for more information about the wonderful work we do. You can also find us on Facebook, The Center for Conscious Caregiving. If you have any questions, comments, or thoughts, please email them to me at info at I'm Rich Carney. Thank you so much for allowing me to share this connection with you. Have a wonderful week.